Guys, I've got a confession to make. You're in safe. You're in a safe place. Normally, I'm wonderful. I'm actually. I have been very, very ill. <laughs> oh. It has been three days, and I don't understand how people do this illness thing. I don't like it. <laughs> oh yeah, Jeff's <laughs> famous immune system. Is this? Did you? Ah, did you not good. get? You didn't get sick over Christmas. You delayed it. That's why. Normally, you're no, sick over I, Christmas. <laughs> but it was a different holiday period, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, but in that. It's been terrible. I'm getting over it. I had some in very interesting tea, but that's a different story. But Ooh. I did watch an awful lot of the early seasons of QI, which is like a British comedy. Oh, that's a cozy show. And the waves of nostalgia <laughs> that came from that. It was it, it was wonderful. I'm 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 also I'm much better now. Thanks for asking, guys. You know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thanks. You know. We were getting around to it, just being you know polite and conversation and letting we you We were going to ask thought. when you stopped talking for five seconds. <laughs> Oh, glad you're doing better. I'm, glad you're doing a lot better. Yeah, I'm glad you're better. Thank you. <laughs> I'm doing fine, uh, guys. <laughs> like like less hands in an hourglass. These are the days of our lives. Oh, and I'm glad that you led us slowly, ever so slowly, towards the topic for today. Hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy, and I am joined by Jeff. How you doing, guys? And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And as Jeff so succinctly put it, we will be discussing, mm. in our relaxed way, nostalgia. Ah, yes. <laughs> can you edit in like a harp sound there? The do -do 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 -do, so we can look backwards. <laughs> I, ah, I remember when. Yeah. I remember uh, when I didn't used to be ill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's a funny one. I don't know. I feel like the past year in particular, everybody seems to be uh, sort of recovering their immunity system by getting repeatedly sick. You know, mm. c -c -c combo breaker. breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must admit, like, it, we've been, my immune system has definitely been the uh, the armies from Braveheart, which have been assailed over and over, and they're there like, hold the line, hold. <laughs> I have yet to fall. But I can feel everybody's on edge. Everybody's working very hard. <laughs> they can take our land, but they can't take away our freedom. That's the one. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> but that's the... Uh, there we go. We're already at it. Like, that's the temptation of nostalgia. Once you open those floodgates, everything comes back in. Like, old movies, whether they be good, bad, or indifferent, you just sort of, I remember that. <laughs> and, and suddenly you're just wallowing indulgently in, like, you know, memories and all the rest of it. Uh, you know, the good or the bad, it doesn't really matter at that point. It's it's not the film that really matters anymore or the, the, the movie. You start thinking about, what was I doing at that point? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, we were with so-and-so. Oh, and then we did that. And then it's like, just, ah, yes, you... I, okay, I understand. I understand the trip down memory lane analogy now much better now that <laughs> now I'm old now that you have memories now that I have memories <laughs> no I mean if it, we always talk about it don't we if if the listeners ever want there is in the pipeline somewhere deep deep into the future when time allows the the show about exactly that oh do you remember that year that year was great oh yes and then we speak for however many hundreds of episodes about each little thing that was great about that year Tune in to listen gonna, to that. It, it's going to happen. And if you would like to hear that, you know, if you'd like to hear that, you know, maybe, you know, maybe 
Put in a sponsorship so we can keep going. You know, maybe, you know, yeah. if anybody wants to do that, you know, anybody. And, and anybody? Any, any feedback at our, you know, contact point to indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. Ooh, that was professional. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Radio One. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we are always here, professional idiots, at your service. <laughs> that, was, that was the idea. They can't get rid of us if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So those like feelings, those like memories are, it's amazing how much they actually drive so much of our behavior, like without even thinking about it. I mean, what's in the, uh, in the pipeline these days, we just had Resident Evil 4 re-released to quite a bit of good feedback and everybody's like, I remember this game. Oh, look what they- Apparently the remake is good. And as I've played a lot of the original one and I'm very, very excited for it. And yeah, the nostalgia factor is huge. This is round two, by the way. This is a re-re-release, by the Well, no, it's this a is a remake. It's a remake, not a remaster. It's a remake. Yeah. Well, not a remake, but, but this is the second time they're trying to pull this off. Well, the previous one was more of a, like Jeff said, a remaster. They didn't really change mm. anything. They just took the existing game and gave it a bit of a polish. This one, I believe, is in the new engine. They've made well, quite a f- lot of changes. Mm. Yeah, it's the same formula as like Resi 2 and 3. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They've been at it, but I think Resident Evil 4 was one of the games that really broke through to a bigger audience. So the nostalgia factor is bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, it's it's memories of, you know, when you were much, much younger and the zombies on the screen and the creep factor really got to you. Mm. Yeah, Uh, well, 4 was just such a departure. Like it really, at least I felt at the time, it really launched that over-the-shoulder third-person shooter genre into, you know, the next. It was kind of like at end of the PS2 GameCube era that mm -hmm. Resident Evil 4 came out. And then you ended up with like the PS3. I think it was the middle, bro. Was it in the middle? I just remember the PS3 and Xbox 360 era had a lot of those kinds of games. It was near. The, oh no! It definitely did. But I think I think Resi Four came out in like two thousand and four, two thousand and five. Resident Evil Dude, Four, dude, like the, a... the PS Three launched in two thousand six. Resident Evil Four was a GameCube exclusive, if I if, if I recall correctly. It began as it a was, GameCube exclusive. It, it was, and it was it was the weirdest thing ever. But mm. it was good. It was good. Well, on 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 that note, like I haven't played much, if any, of the Resident Evil games, but mm. I do have a flashback of like you know a controller flying across the room when Nemesis <laughs> showed up. Ah, <laughs> oh, he coming! <laughs> well, that, I mean that's Run the craziest boss. thing, like with nostalgia, especially with I mean I get it with games, mm. right? But there's this weird thing that I can only describe as the nostalgia bystander effect. I have nostalgia <laughs> for games <laughs> I haven't played. Yes. I'm thinking things like Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger. Chrono, Final Fantasy VII is my big one. Like, I had Nintendos back then. So, like, every, mm. you know, Final Fantasy VII was this huge thing. Everyone was talking about it. It was, like, this revelation in games. And then, you know, so, like, years later, like, they'll do re-releases. Like, oh, I remember this. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you never played this. You only heard about it so much that you thought you played it. Kind of, it's kind of scary how your memory does that to you, isn't it? It, it, yeah, yeah. Let's just sit with that existential dread for a while. <laughs> Is it called the Mandela effect? That's a different thing. That's more of that's that's you that's you misremembering. It's a mm. shared, shared misremembrance. misremembrance. Shared yeah. mis. Okay, okay. I mean, this is more like when Final Fantasy VII gets re-released on you know like Android or. 
PS3, or now they're actually remaking Final Fantasy VII episodically. You, mm. Even if you're like me, you never played it when it originally came out, you go, oh, wow, Final Fantasy VII, you love that. You should buy that. And then you buy mm. it and you go, this is an old game, especially, you know, the when they released the old version, not the remake. And it's strange, like you have the nostalgia for the product, but then when you open the product and start playing, because you don't actually have nostalgia for it, you're kind of hit full in the face of like, this is like a 15, 20-year-old game that I am not prepared for. I tell you what, though, what I had that was major, I didn't play at the time, which was Final Fantasy IX? Yeah, Final Fantasy IX. The the monkey's head I never played it, but... Yeah, no, wait. Well, which is the... Yes, yes, yes. Final Fantasy yes. Nine is with the the, yes. the one with the the, the what's it with Vivi, the, the black Vivi, mage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like very iconic for some reason. One. That, and why is that nostalgic? Why is that a nostalgic character? Well, for me, I just it was adjacent to it. I never played it, but I had a friend that did. So mm. like it brought back a lot of nostalgic memories when I actually played it for the first time a few years ago. Mm. And it also felt very nostalgic. I think maybe because it was maybe it was the setting, the music. It was a very warm, fuzzy Final Fantasy nice fantasy game. Well, Final Fantasy IX uh, is a throwback to the pre-Final Fantasy VII games. It's more in the line of Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy V, but sort of done in the style of the of what was then the newer ones. So you had, you know, your red mage, you had your little dude with the hood and the black face, you know. The... I just think Vivi is the greatest character of all time. <laughs> I will die on that hill. <laughs> that is uh, a weird no, that, little that, hill to die on. That, that's pretty much it. Like, Final well, Fantasy... actually, no, I, I won't die because Vivi will protect me. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII has its own, like, it has its narrative. It's Final a good Fantasy VII, it has its narrative. Mm. I played eight for... Mm. I played eight for the better part of a summer and never actually got around to finishing it because the memory card corrupted. I don't oh. know how many times I've got to bring the story up. <laughs> There's some nostalgia. Is, Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. No, my memory cards never got. My memory cards never died. They just got stolen. <laughs> oh. Um. And and Final Fantasy Nine was just need like it. It went back to the old you know medieval style of of setting of environment of, of, of different jobs. Mm. Seven and eight had this experimental thing where they're starting starting to go in a futuristic direction. So nine is, you know, in itself a nostalgic game. Oh, we're already getting recursive here. This is this is problematic. Hmm. <laughs> There's nostalgia in our nostalgia right now. <laughs> there is nostalgia. Oh. It's nostalgia all the way down. It is, it is. Well, it is like, I mean, do you ever have that thing where something triggers a nostalgia? Like like for me, I'll listen to certain songs, right? And they'll mm-hmm. remind me of the book I was reading when I first started listening to that. Or it's a band that I got into because of the Tony Hawk games. And then suddenly I remember all the hours playing, you know, Tony Hawk oh, Underground. Tony. Oh, man. Tony Hawk. On, oh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater <laughs> and Tony Hawk Underground. The, what I'll, games they were. A, a, a lot to blame in terms of oh. like, well, both making <laughs> friends and character development and music taste. Oh, I was introduced oh, to like, hip hop and, and punk and, and some, you know, what was it rock and roll, metal? It was, it was an interesting time. It's a very culturally defining selection. game. It is. I mean, there's, I think for a particular age range of people, those mm. games are just iconic, and the music mm. tastes people have, even to this day, is very, very reflective. Because, man, those, those, those soundtracks were amazing. They were, and I have no idea how, you know, you or I would have ever discovered the Violent Femmes 
without Tony Hawk. <laughs> you don't stumble upon the violent femmes and go, oh, this is, the, you know, the, oh, I like this. No, no, you have to have it. You have to listen to it over and over and over again. And you kind of get <laughs> Stockholm syndromed into liking it, which is what Tony Hawk's did because the violent femmes are great, but they are weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the violent femmes and the mountain goats. You listen to it until you like it. There's no other way around. That's it. what I did with the mountain goats. I listened to it over and over and over again until there was a like a full-on light bulb moment of, oh my god, I finally get it. It's good. I love the mountain goats. I, I, I just hated life for about like a solid two weeks while I listened to nothing but the mountain goats. Like I'm going to get this. Everybody likes this. I'm going to understand why. Mm. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, there is like an alternate universe version of me that spent his teenage years listening to the mountain goats instead of bright eyes <laughs> I, see, I, see. I imagine that alternate universe Ma Maggie the alternate <laughs> universe Maggie who is who's now called Maggie yes <laughs> works and lives on a windmill farm <laughs> not not electronic not not modern windmills just old useless not really good for actual power windmills mm -hmm. probably wearing cords crazy like how recursive nostalgia and memory actually are like that that you know i can be driving in the car and a track from like say the red hot chili peppers album comes on you know from mm. sort of californication era and suddenly like boom i'm 15 reading you know ian banks novels again like those <laughs> two things are not related at all mm. other than the fact that that's the you know the albums i was listening to when I was reading those books, but boom, like they are like together in my mind. Well, what's like for me is like Image and Heap and Cloud Atlas. Mm. Same thing. Mm. Oh, Reading Cloud Atlas, Heap. listen to Image and Heap. The, 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 book, the book and the album are cemented. I don't know why. I, mean, I don't know why. I was listening to them at the same time. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's like, weird. It's which, weird how it does that. And um, now like you're like mentioning all these bands, I'm just slowly like, you know, delving now into iPod nostalgia. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, my look, poor iPods. Be... I say plural. We all know what I did to my iPods. Look, there's there's a previous good. episode about that. <laughs> oh, yes, sorry. please look that up. That's an interesting story. <laughs> very, very fascinating one. Go like back and listen to, listen to Jeff, Tech Grief. If you'd <laughs> like to listen to good Jeff's one. soul die, go back and listen to that. And iPods. They didn't deserve everything I did to them. Episode 10. iPods for me. What's it? I have... And I still go back and do this from time to time. I will go back and listen to a couple of the, uh, the like the Third Eye Blind albums. It's just, oh, that's a deep it's an, cut. Uh, yeah, very much so. It's a, like a weird melancholy time as a teenager going through high school and trying to sort of like mm. figure out my identity. And then moving past that and as the iPods evolved, there's also the Shins and or like the Garden State album. Yeah. I think they oh, the shins. I, did they use the shins in some of the iPod advertising or something because for some reason that shins album the blue one I can't remember the name of the album which remember <laughs> the album is blue hmm. oh it's got blue with like the white flowers on it yeah hmm. like that I I think of iPod nanos or minis like the little sticker gum ones and hmm. I see that album and I hear it playing in my mind. Like that, those things are again like just completely linked. Potentially, potentially. I mean, oh, I remember when, I, when I when I first bought that album in in HMV back in the day, 
the clerk complimented me on my music purchase, and it's the first time that had ever happened. And it was a very good. It was a good day for me. It was a good day. <laughs> well, that, has has a nice memory been unlocked? Yeah, I yeah. I had completely forgotten that happened until just now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so speaking of the iPod and the Shins album, whenever I listen to that, it does transport me almost immediately. Guys, do you want to feel? Sorry, just real quick one. Do you want to feel old? No. It was, no. It was, two, it was O Inverted World, and it was from 2001. 2001? Uh. It beats the 2004 cutoff, dude. Mm. That's crazy. Well, the Shins specifically transports me straight back to Pittsburgh, like melancholy yeah. rainy days in Pittsburgh immediately. Yeah. Like the, the sensation, the, 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 the smells in the air even. Mm. And that, that weird gray overcast weather they had going on there. Not unpleasant. Melancholy. Like, melancholy. And I think this is how companies get you to buy things. Like Apple could probably get me to buy an iPod if they poke at these little nostalgia bubbles in my mind. I don't <laughs> need an iPod at all. Mm. Like at this point, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think about the, the update cycle for my iPhone and I'm realizing I don't think I even need a large memory storage on my next iPhone. Like I am fully onto the music streaming thing now but like mm-hmm. if if they were like hey look we've got this like tiny little ipod you remember these clicky wheel little screen i'd be like yes here's my money i don't need this but i want it <laughs> make me feel like a teenager again oh uh, i take I, I care still, of this I still, one i swear I still do. <laughs> lies <laughs> lying <laughs> I still do want a classic iPod for the sake of it, but they are incredibly difficult to source and incredibly impractical to have. It would just be a display piece, which is a bit of a waste. And this is the other sort of side of nostalgia is people that collect these old things for the, the sheer sake of it. Like there's so many posts on like Reddit of people like, I found like four... 2000 era max for $50. It's like, why did you buy those? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you buy those? And can I sell you also some old stuff that I don't need anymore? Hmm. But people love it. And I mean, there's, there is like the other side of it. Like I do love like upcycling and all that stuff, you know, people taking those old bubble macs and turning them into like display pieces. You know, they build like Hmm. aquariums or things inside the bubble mac. It's a nice Touch, you know, com- that, that, that channels neat. nothing but cats. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a cat home. Ooh, that that yeah. sounds neat. Like the little translucent boxes. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> with a little cat inside. Hello, this is my screensaver. <laughs> but it, it also, says meow. <laughs> but it also has like the negative side. Like Sony recently, not that recently, but recently announced a new. Walkman MP3 player and after who like is that for? Yeah, who is this for? <laughs> who needs one of those? <laughs> it's so cool though. I want one. I don't need one, but I want one. I mean, I, I I can almost just I'm almost there. Like ah yes, like it's an audiophile thing. It's got you know all these nice things. But you look at it. Got I'm just gonna listen to it in my AirPods anyway. Like. <laughs> Uh, you know, like, th- th- there's a certain, like, cap on audio quality, and it's called convenience. Mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, if That's I'm going to, you know, if you want, like, the full 
audiophile experience. Like people are going to, you know, they're going really retro and you're getting your vinyl and you're getting your, you know, tube amplifiers and incredibly expensive speakers and headphones. But then it becomes an experience. You know, you come home and you make yourself like a, you know, a warm drink or something nice and you sit down and there's YouTube channels, by the way, you can watch people doing this, like, you know, they get the vinyl out, they clean it, they put it down. Like, I watched an entire hour of a guy playing Japanese jazz vinyls. Dude, you, you recommended oh. that channel to me, and that has been, like, <laughs> that has been one hell of a rabbit hole. Right? His I, music I, taste is, like, impeccable. Oh, I no, wish no, I could remember all, what the channel is so I could plug him right now. It's incredible. It's my <laughs> analog journal is yes. the YouTube channel. Oh, Brandon, yes. They get like An loads of different guests. Yeah, my analog journal. They're getting like loads of different guests and they're always playing like different styles. And it's just like, what's, what are we going to listen to today? It's like Chilean <laughs> samba played by and some lass from Hong Kong. And it's like, this is, this is great. And the whole vibe of the channel is cozy as heck. Oh, yeah. Like all the plants and... Like, like the, the timber background and... Oh, it's, there's a very... Nost again, it's a very nostalgic this vibe is, in general. Like, I don't know, is, why am I nostalgic for vinyl? Like, I was born in the cassette CD <laughs> era. Why am I nostalgic for vinyl? I, I, I don't think it's the vinyl. I think it's, like... This is the DJ experience. You have somebody... Okay, DJ... Sorry, not DJ well, technically, DJ experience. What I wanted to say was radio. Where you curated have somebody, playlists. Yes, curated playlists, exactly. And you have, you know, a nice visual to go with that. And it sets you mm. in almost the same mood as you would if you were sitting in the car and, you know, tuning into a radio channel you really like. I've gotten back into radio. Like, I don't know what it is, whether it's something about, like, the place I'm in my life or the fact that my car only has a radio. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you know, I've really got into this only medium I can access. Otherwise, all I can do is sit with my own thoughts. I love the radio. I love it. <laughs> but, like, I finally found, like, a radio I like and I'm listening to some music that I wouldn't otherwise listen to. I will admit that uh, the way that, like, in our modern life, we're able to, you know, curate our bubbles down to the, you know, Spotify or Apple Music were like, here's this one album that we know you want to listen to right now. And you're like, thank you. Yes, I do want to listen to this for the hundredth time. <laughs> Radio is like, here's this song. I like it. I think it's neat. Here, listen to it. And you kind of go, that is neat. I'd have never listened to that otherwise, but that's neat. I'm going to go listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, this, this is where your services like Shazam come come in handy, or little bookmarks mm. for the things that you hear that make you feel nice. Oh, so speaking of Shazam, my, my phone, my iPhone set up with the triple tap on the back to bring mm. up Shazam, mm. and I put my phone down weird, so it's always bringing up Shazam. <laughs> and I was on a plane yesterday, and there was a kid crying, and it tried to Shazam the kid crying and it was both incredibly frustrating because it stopped my music and both incredibly hilarious because it couldn't find anything for the kid crying, <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> oh, I think it'd have been worse if it found something, to be honest. No. <laughs> what, is, what is this? What are we listening to? I don't want to know. <laughs> oh. The sound of airplane travel. Oh, yeah, is it? Is it really? <laughs> bookmarks. Uh, wait, book. Well, sounds as bookmarks, essentially. Sounds and smells, like it's just, it's science at this point, you know, sounds and smells trigger memories. Mm. I think smells the strongest, I believe. I've, well, it's something to do with like, it's like a direct link to the brain or something. Because hmm. like, there's like, there's like a very particular type of 
not, not, not bear with me. There's a very <laughs> particular type of sugar-free fruit lemon pastels that you can only get in France. And they smell terrible and they tasted terrible because they're sugar-free lemon pastels. They just taste of death. <laughs> but every now and then I will smell something that reminds me of that. And all I can think about is playing James Bond Nightfire on PS2. Because oh. <laughs> those pastels and Nightfire are intrinsically linked. Mm-hmm. So every time oh. I smell every time I smell bad fruit pastels, it's it, it, it's Nightfire and, and and sniping each other with odd job from hundred feet away. Dude, you just like unlocked a memory for me right now. I I didn't even know that was buried <laughs> in there. It's a cascade. <laughs> oh, wow, that was in there deep. All right. <laughs> oh, just just a small note. I don't know. I I, th- I think it's definitely the age thing for me. Anything past the year two thousand is relatively new. And you sit there and think, no, it's been 23 years. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's like it's every time you like you dust off the N64, you know, you bring it out and like, I'm going to play this again. And, you know, one, it still works, which is, you know, insanity at this point. But mm-hmm. secondly, it's like, this is only like five years old, right? I just put this away. No. <laughs> no. What the... The, the, the dust the, the, has layers like striated rock. You know, this has been there for a long time. <laughs> Archaeologists are like going through the layers of dust. It's like, ah, yes, this was last played in the year 2005. How can you tell? Ah, well, you see, there's dust from a very particular type of crisp. It was only sold in 2005. Car- carbon dating. Uh, <laughs> think about no, 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 dude, it's crisp. It's carb dating. Carb dating. Uh-huh. <laughs> I quit. I I'm, leaving the, I'm leaving the podcast. This is terrible. This is, uh, I signed up for better than this. this is, um, I'm leaving. The, the, the Switch is something like six years old now. How old's the 3DS? Pass. <laughs> it's, it's been that long. Oh, oh, hold yeah. on, let me let, 3DS specifically. Yeah. Oh, one second. Let me look it up. It is the 26th of February, 2011. No, <laughs> it's over a decade old. <laughs> no. Oh, seriously, I've I, I'm getting more and more gray hair with each passing minute here. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. So thank you for tuning into Old Man Corner. I hope you've enjoyed. <laughs> Well, th- I don't th- even th- have a lawn to yell at kids to get off of. This is this is terrible. This is exactly the problem. It's I think it hit me sometime over the weekend. Uh, I had my nephews over, mm. and I just handed them, I believe, either the Switch or the Steam Deck to play one of those, you know, very fun sort of arcadey like games, and and it hit me. With... The Steam Deck did? Why did they throw it? <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> now I got it. <laughs> that sound, folks, was the penny dropping. <laughs> Steam Deck dropping by the sound. <laughs> Do go uh, on. Well, it, 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 it finally hit me, my, my interesting fascination with, like, handhelds. I, I like handheld mm. gaming. I've, I've mentioned this on a previous episode. There's an entire episode dedicated to this topic. But I digress. It finally hit me what my fascination comes from. As a child, when you are dragged along by your parents to go from place to place, like you are no mm. longer at your home console cozily in front of the TV. You are now sitting in a car, going to the supermarket, going to the pharmacy, um, you know, waiting in a, a hospital waiting area, visiting your aunts and uncles. Right? Mm. You're very bored. So the only access to <laughs> like that kind of entertainment comes in the form of a, port- of a portable. I believe you might be able to relate. 
Yeah, um, no, very much so. And we did cover this on a previous episode and it kind of ties back into what we're talking about of trying not to buy gifts for your childhood self mm. where, you know, as a kid, yeah, you wanted these handhelds because, yeah, you know, when you're in a car, you've got nothing to do. When you're at Uncle so-and-so's house, you get put in the corner, sit on the couch, you know, the adults are talking. What am I going to do? Oh, out comes the trusty Game Boy. As an adult, <laughs> your time and everything else is different. So it's more like, you know, I have got this really cool handheld that I play sat at my desk in front of my expensive desktop PC. <laughs> the, the, the two comments to that is that, number one, you're not the child sitting at the back of the car. You are the driver. You are yeah. the, your entire focus is making sure you get from place to place. I have, you know, friends who we went through these experiences together who have their own children, who have their own devices for when they're bored in the back of the car. Mm. That's where we are now. Like, you know, we have gone full circle. Mm-hmm. Eh. And I think a part of it is, yes, you sit down in front of your PC, you sit down in front of your nice, you know, television set, your 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 fancy brand new console as an adult, and you think to yourself, it's like, I, I need to enjoy this. Like, I have paid good and hard money for this, and I need to enjoy it, whether I like it or not. <laughs> Mandatory fun. Mandatory it's... fun. I think for, for me, for, for the handheld story, it's just, it takes that mentality out of, mentality out of it, and I am somewhat able to revert back to that childhood sort of like single focus on the thing in my hands. Yeah. So sometimes you can go home again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. And these these are the objects we hold on to for the nostalgia of it, if it makes you feel... If it makes you smile, that's the thing. If it makes you smile, then mm -hmm. it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, and just to bring things home... Objects, they don't need to be stationary things either. As the shins mm. reminds me of melancholy rainy days in Pittsburgh, so do the shoes I was wearing in Pittsburgh. So I managed to find the exact same shoe model in a recent release. And even though those specific shoes I used to enjoy because they were a hybrid sort of like skate basketball shoe, just, you know, mm. just in case the opportunity should arise, I could partake in either. <laughs> but... I can't really these days. My knees won't let me. Mm. But the shoes themselves are comfortable and they do mm. transport me back to like a younger and let's say more carefree self, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's an exception, not the rule. So sometimes you're lucky and you get something and it does have that effect. And sometimes you sit there and think, why do I have this again? Yeah, it's a hard line to navigate through but i think it's somewhere where like indulgence meets minimalism mm. where i do want to you know say companies do prey on this like they know how big a drive nostalgia is they know how much people want to connect with those memories that make them smile and they will push products not because they're a good product not because they're going to make you smile but they push a product that will trigger this mm. but at the same time you know, if you need a pair of shoes and you see a pair that either is the you know a re-release or the same pair or it just reminds you of a happier time and it's in your budget or it's you know just a little bit more maybe a little less and it makes you smile that's so worth it to me hmm. to me like that's what it's all about is you know putting on that t-shirt that you picked up at a concert and smiling because like hey I like this hmm. Put on that band t-shirt, slap on those Heelys and slide into the 
Oh, I'd love to do that. Just slide into like your your morning meeting. What's up? <laughs> Little wheelies. Uh, <laughs> business wheelies. There's a market there. Oh yeah, untap my. All right, okay. Right, we need to like copyright that right now. Business wheelies. This is ours. <laughs> okay. It's too well, stupid to fail. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for listening. And, you know, I hope that you enjoyed this one. And I hope if you followed us up until now, thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed them. This is actually our 20th episode. We're really glad to have made it this far. So thank you to everyone. And if you want to help support the show, please do suggest it to your friends and family. Rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using. And also do remember to subscribe and follow on all of our social media. All of these things really help the podcast. They really help us out. And we appreciate everything from you guys. We really do. And thank you for helping us get this far. We really do. Thank you, guys. We, we really do appreciate it. Thank you for following along. Also, yeah. when you go to visit your parents, just ask to look at their phone and then subscribe <laughs> on their phones and rate and review. And also when you go to like the, uh, the Apple store, just do it on the devices there as well. It's fine. <laughs> It's totally legitimate. Not a problem. I haven't already done that. Just do it. It's cool. It's cool. cool. Please do. Okay. Well, we've been Indulgently Minimal. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Indulgently Mini. We're also Indulgently Minimal on Instagram. Any thoughts, comments, questions, just shoot us an email at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. I've been Moggy and I've been joined by Jeff. Thanks, guys. Just remember to take it easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. And remember, folks, indulge a little. We're going to be taking a little break next week, so we'll be back after some of our overlapping holiday periods with the next one, which is going to be a little bit of a palate cleanser. So look forward <laughs> to that one. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. See you later. Take care, everyone. <laughs>